0: Mazal Tov to Rabbi Yudin. Rabbi Yudin's book is officially out. It has been released. It's a Mosaica Press release. Uh, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin on the Parsha. So many of the amazing and incredible messages that he's delivered on these airwaves uh, during the past 30 plus years are included in Rabbi Benjamin Yudin's brand new book entitled On the Parsha. Tomorrow we have the privilege is the very appropriate subtitle. Check it out, everybody. We are highly recommending it. And again, we wish a Mazel Tov to Rabbi Yudin and his family on this momentous occasion and accomplishment. This time each and every Friday, every of Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomre Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Achum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading the two parashios of Nitzavim and Vayelech. Wow! According to the Chinuch, we've reached the 612th and 613th mitzvah. He follows the counting of his Rebbe, the Rambam. And Mitzvah six, twelve, and thirteen, both of which are found in Vayelech. Vayelech has the Mitzvah first of Hakel, that on the Yom Tov of Sukkos, following the Shemitah year, you have the gathering of the entire nation that comes to the Beis Amigdash on Cholomoed Sukkos to hear the king read the Torah, a kind of reenactment of Mamad Har Sinai. And the 613th mitzvah is that of writing a Sefer Torah, or as expanded by the rush to have a Jewish Library, the ability for each and every family to be able to study Torah within their home as well. You have in Parshas Nitzavim such incredible ideas as A, the Torah promises, according to the rabbam, that in Yitzhah Hashem the Jewish people will. Do Shuva in the future. For if Ticha ha-Torah, the Torah promises that this is going to happen. Wow. And this is found in chapter 30. Ad Hashem Elokecha. Pinch yourself because we are, please God, part of this process. You have in parshas nitzavim, ki mitzvah hazos, this mitzvah which I am commanding you today, is not beyond you, is not far away, is not in the heavens. What mitzvah are we talking about? Rashi says it refers to the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, the ability of each and every Jew, and especially today, to study Torah and the Ramban understands it to mean the mitzvah of tshuva, of repentance, that really there is, well, there might be some excuses, but certainly today we live in a day and age where it's so much easier to do tshuva. I'd like to focus, however, on literally the opening verses of Parshas Nitzavim. Moshe is speaking to the Jewish people right before his passing. And what does he say? hayom kulchem. You are all standing today. What is the hayom? Which day are we speaking about? We're speaking of the day right before his passing that Moshe is entering the Jewish nation into a covenant, and the rabbis tell us in the Gemara Sanhedrin that this covenant is the bris of Arvos, that we are all responsible one for another. At Sinai, when we received the Torah, we each became responsible for ourselves. Now when we're about to enter Eretz Yisrael, and when we so do, then we are responsible, not only for ourselves, but for each other as well. Now, the Torah goes on to say, Kulchem, literally, who is this? All of you. And then the Torah goes on to delineate, "Rashechem," the heads of Shiftechem of your tribes, Ziknechem your elders, Shodrechem your offices, Kol Ish Israel all the men of Israel, and then we go on, Tapchem even the children, the Shechem literally your wives, and the Gercha even the proselyte. So if everybody is being delimita- delineated, what? And why does the Torah use the word Kulchem? Literally, all of you. Let the Torah say, You are all standing without that word Kulchem. And who is the Kulchem? Who is the all of you? Roshachem, Shepteichem, etc. So therefore, I'd like to share with you the following. We know that there are many different layers and levels of understanding in the Torah. The Zohar understands this verse of Atem Nitzvim Hayom Kolchem. You are all standing today to refer not only to the day that Moshe is entering the Jewish nation in the historical past, but rather Hayom Refers to the day of Rosh Hashanah and Kulchem, all Israel is gathered, all Israel is judged on Rosh Hashanah. And says the altar of Kelm. Listen carefully. The Torah is teaching us something very, very significant for each and every individual. The Torah. He cites at the beginning of the laws of Rosh Hashanah, points out in the name of Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Yoshua. Uma Kumazu, look how different the Jewish nation is. She for it knows Ofio Shel Elokeh. It knows the workings of its God, namely. Olam. the nature of man and the nature of the world is such that if a person has judgment in a court of law and especially if he's on trial for his life he's going to lovesh shorim he's going to literally dress in black and he's going to not care Of how his personal grooming is, he'll allow his face to go unshaven. He's not going to take a haircut. Why? Because he literally does not know what's the outcome of his judgment. Avo Yisrael but the Jewish nation ain't came. Okay. They're not that way. Lofshin levanim. We wear white and we take haircuts and literally we bathe before the Yom Tov and we eat and drink on Yom Tov. Of course we know Shakurish Baruch Hu because we know that literally God is going to do a miracle for them. Asks the altar, Wait a second, we know that God is going to do a miracle for them. How can any one individual be so sure? So he answers very powerfully that each and every individual most certainly has to be concerned going into Rosh Hashanah. As the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Daf. Zion Amidbeis teaches in the name of Rav Krishpadoi, that there are Shlosha Sfarim Niftachim, there are literally three books that are opened on Rosh Hashanah, one of the Rishotim, of the wicked, one of the Tzaddikim, of the righteous, and one of the Beynunim, and one of those who are literally intermediate, in between. A little of this, a little of that. And the Talmud goes on to tell us that the righteous are immediately inscribed for good, and the Risha'im are immediately inscribed for the antithesis of good. And the Beynonim, the intermediate ones, they are Tuluyim the Umdim, they held in abeyance from Rosh Hashanah until Yom Kippur. So where is there room for optimism, says the Altar of Kelm. This is only true. The Shloshah Svarim Iftachim is true regarding each and every individual. But as far as the tzibur, as far as the congregation, as far as the community of Israel, as far as the nation of Israel, they can be confident, they can be sure that what? Shease neis, the God will perform for them a miracle and Netzach Yisrael Lo The community of Israel will never be forsaken will always survive and therefore suggests the altar what should each and every one of us do as we go into Rosh Hashanah We should try to attach ourselves as much as possible to the klal, to the community, to the nation, to become a klal-mensch. Because whatever you can do for the klal, for the community, when you are mishamish the cloud when you serve the cloud and there are so many different ways that each person on their own in accordance with their character and capabilities can serve the community they will then be the beneficiaries the scholars the merits of the cloud if you do for the cloud you will have then the schus of the cloud and then you can be confident that Hakurish Baruch Hu is going to do that nase for the Klal. And so, a person that is endowed with resources, he can support the Klal. And there's so many different aspects of the Klal, of the community that needs support. The yeshivos, the hospitals, the old age homes, the kolalim, there's so many different aspects that need our support. If a person is knowledgeable, he can teach others, have and go and seek out and find. Go to the local schools and say look here i'm looking to volunteer an hour a week for your weaker students gimme those students that have come from Eris yisrael and therefore need to learn how to speak english gimme those students that have come from the former soviet union and learn to catch up on their basics b'cholma Odecha, whatever you have with all your capabilities you're an accountant assist the local mostos in terms of their bookkeeping. Each person, in their own way, if you have not yet thought of joining a Hevra Kedisha, look how significant this could be. And if you're not ready to go for the Tara, good, you can do shmirah, and you can help set up a Shiva home. And find your particular niche and run with it, actualize it, because you can even Seriously, make people feel welcome in the shul. That's doing so much for the clown, expanding the clown. Visit a shut in in the community, giving them a sense of clown, that they are not forsaken, that they are a part of the cloud Now, this concept in terms of clown is one that is even codified in terms of the the Gemara in Avodah Zarah, Dav Amidbeis, teaches in the name of Rav Yosef that on Rosh Hashanah, a person should not daven. If they can't come to shul, they shouldn't daven Musaf within the first three hours of the day. Why not? and this is if they're doing it via in private without a congregation, without a tzibur. Why? Because during the first three hours Hashem sits in judgment and Hashem might scrutinize their actions a bit more carefully and as a result reject his prayers. So the Gemara asks I rochi nami? If so, then the congregation as well should they have to dive in early they too should be limited and should not dive in during the first three hours and the Gemara answers, no, the nefisha because the tzibor the congregation, the community, the nation they possess many merits, there is this incredible, metaphysical concept of tzibor, and their prayer will not be rejected. This is codified in Shulchan in Simon, Tav Tsadi Aleph, Sivkat Ches, U Yispal El and the Mishnah Bura adds that if one cannot come to Shul on Rosh Hashanah, they should certainly hear the shofar at home. But once again, they should not hear the shofar during the first three hours of the day on Rosh Hashanah. You've got to attach yourself to the Tzibor. And this is such a powerful, practical lesson that we go in. And let's conclude with Ashkenazi community begins the recitation of slichos this Motzot E Shabbos. And even slichos it is so much more beneficial when it is recited with a seaboard, with the community, as a result of which we can say that there's a special kapura. There's a special slicha which is given to the community and not just Individuals. So, just as when it comes to tefillah, when I dive in my silent shmona esrei with nine or more within the bais it's a different kind of tefillah. Even though each one is praying it by themselves, it's tefillah bitsi zibur. The same is true with our slichos that we will be beginning. Please, God, this motzoi Shabbos. I take this opportunity of. Wishing everybody the incredible Hatzlacha, the incredible sayato de that you, each one, in your own way, become part of the kulchem, thereby ensuring for yourselves a better emirza Hashem, more productive year in the forthcoming one. Shabbat shalom. Too old.